1: judge hit number 60 judge hit number 60 did you see all the uh i I don't know how to put them
0: because like I don't think that they're racist they're just being put forth by people who normally would be racist the if Aaron judge hit 62 that's the real record as if Aaron
1: judge isn't juicing uh also I mean he hit this is number 60 in I think it's game 147 for them which so means it's not even a true record no, it it like it is because he, he catches Maris. Maris did sixty one in one hundred and fifty four. I think. I think it was one fifty four, not not one forty one. Yeah. So Ruth,
0: Ruth was sixty
1: in like one forty or something. That sounds right. So like, but like, uh, what's if Judge has a chance to like legitimately pass right. Maris? Obviously not Bonds. Um, He's not going to hit
0: ten in fifteen.
1: I don't think he has 15 games left. I think he's played 147. I think we're at game like 154 or something. He has like eight. I think they only have like eight games left. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, it's also somebody pointed out that like like Aaron, he now has like the sixth best uh, second half OPS of all time, like after post All-Star break. But also somebody pointed out that He's still seeing for some reason. Pitchers are still throwing him strikes like sixty percent of the time. And somebody right. pointed out somebody pointed out that Barry Bonds, who has the seventh best second half OPS of all time, did that seeing like ten strikes a week. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess like Bonds was hurt
0: by the OPS because he was walked every damn time. Yeah, that's like that's what they're that's what
1: they're saying. Like, well, I like guess it's he was inexplicable. It's inexplicable that they're still throwing these balls. To, like, if you go watch number 60, whoever this reveal, rev, reliever is for Pittsburgh, just – it looks like a two-seamer right down the middle of Woodward. Like, you, I don't think you could hit it out, but you could hit this ball. This was – it's a horrible pitch. It's like, how did you it's – like, It's like one of those pitches that, like, if
0: I were sitting in and I saw this pitch, I wouldn't swing because I would shit my pants if I had to s- stand in against the major league pitcher but i would after seeing that pitch look at the pitcher and being like again hmm? <laughs> give me another chance like if you do if you tell me that you're going to do that again and you promise that you actually do it then okay all right I, maybe maybe i can get a ground out here instead of again shitting my pants and shrinking out <laughs> Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast. World's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. An abbreviated version of the Touchline Media Group because their episodes always go an hour and this one is not going to go an hour. Um, if you get a, a solid 35 from us, well, that's all you can ask for. Get me, we get can't
1: me. tell time. We can't. Time tell is time.
0: a construct. I'm a bird. Um, <laughs> I'm, actually, <laughs> I'm actually not a bird. Uh, I am uh, your host, Asa aka The Twig. I am here with my co-host, have, Napoleon Greg. Kind
1: of look like a bird. Kind of look nice. like a bird.
0: Thanks. Nice. You're welcome.
1: Napoleon You're Greg. Kind of a, bird. You a, look a, a little bird. All
0: right.
1: He's I'm, a hobbit. I'm done He's now. He's
0: five foot three. Uh, first half is
1: true. <laughs> Second half is an exaggeration.
0: Um, and we are here to talk to you about soccer. We may have other panelists joining. I don't know. This isn't, you know, very well scheduled. Um, but just as a heads up, we will be this episode you'll note is in your inboxes a day early um you'll also be getting an episode on friday which is not when we normally release and then back to your normal sunday then next Tuesday.
1: so to be fair though to be fair though we do sometimes record on friday and then just release it on monday it's never never obvious
0: when we do that um we're never wrong about things that we claim is going to are going to happen so always um, correct always correct. So, um, there's a whole bunch of soccer games that are happening under the United States banner over the next like week. Um, we're not going to talk about the U-17s or the U-19s. I don't know who they are. Like I, I, I am, I, I pay attention to these things and I, I don't know if you want to watch them they're in like 2am in Slovakia or Slovenia or something that used to be Yugoslavia at me, at me Balkans Twitter. Actually, please don't don't know who I am. I, no. I want no part
1: of that. Uh, no. Luka Doncic is great, um, or terrible. Again, I don't really know. <laughs> Jokic brothers, she didn't mean it. <laughs> or I did. Whichever one of the Bogdanovai is um
0: is is at issue. Uh Luka Modric is great. I think we all can agree on that. That's Croatia. That's not even close to where we're talking about. I mean, one one of them has a whole bunch of coastline. Um, Anyways. Uh, So we're not going to talk about the U-19s. We're not going to talk about the U-17s. We are going to talk about the U-20s um, because they have the Revelations Cup, which is a serious youth tournament in Mexico. Um, And we're going to talk about the senior team. Uh, Since we last spoke six days ago, a um, whole bunch of people who used to be on the team, not on the team anymore. whole bunch of people who weren't on the team are on the team. We got some clarification about uh, various uh, depth chart thingies. Um, uh, obviously, uh, if you're listening to this, maybe you know, maybe you don't. Chris Richards, uh, not coming along. Cameron Carter-Vickers, not coming along. So for those of you paying attention at home, that is uh, center back two and center back three. So, um, Aaron Long, come on down. You're a starter. No. Uh, no. yeah, no, yeah, no. Um, they brought in, um, Eric Palmer Brown and Mark McKenzie. Um, yeah. not Tim Ream, not John Brooks. These,
1: these discussions are over. Um, it's not, uh, not going to happen. Uh, John, the John Brooks discussion is now uh, like officially dead, nail in the coffin, everything. I still cannot believe that. Like if if the World Cup was any time after when it was, it would make complete sense that Tim Ream is not in his camp. But the World Cup starts in two months. Two months from today. seven seven weeks, yeah. Two months mu- two two months from yesterday, right? So like, <laughs> he is the captain of Fulham. He is captaining a Premier League side. He is consistently starting. For a Premier League side, I'm he again. is not embarrassing himself. I he can't say like playing well, but like he is fine. He for <laughs> for our center back purposes, and also for Tim Reams' presumable like personal goals, he's playing well. Yeah, for like playing on the world stage, goals not nah, mm, he's okay, but like at that point. He, he's pretty much done everything he needs to do to be invited and he's not invited. And he's not invited. So like, well, I guess we can't a hundred percent say that because there is always the, like the chance that Greg is trying to figure out something else The Well, the last spot and because he knows that Tim Ream already has a spot on this roster. But that's, I mean, that's not looking good. That's, and- that's the PFAC argument, maybe. Like, I will, I will buy that for PFAC. I will not, I, like,
0: it's not going to happen for a it, it It is what it is. Um, oh, John Brooks played two minutes. First time since May. Just <laughs> um, also, Eunice, like, and in, in, in slightly less concerning, but also slightly more concerning news, um, Eunice Musa went down. Uh, and they brought in Johnny Cardozo. Um, I'm not going to pretend to have watched any of the Brazilian league or know anything about Johnny Cardozo other than that time that he played on this team uh, and failed to qualify for the Olympics. Yeah. I, outside of that, apparently he's playing well in a league that's better than MLS. So cool, great.
1: Um, yeah, but like, how serious is the Musa injury? Really? I don't think it's like a World Cup issue. That's kind of what I'm saying.
0: Like, it's a knock, not an injury.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and, you know, and for,
0: for him, like, I, I very, very well could believe that, like, Berhalter's like, dude, just stay at your club. Have the professional doctors deal with it. We'll see yep. you in
1: November. Yeah, this um, is this is very much a hurt, or I'm sorry. Yeah, hurt, not injured. Yeah. So, like, and he's, you're leaving him with his club, which, as you said, professional doctors, and somebody who has consistently treated him for you know what was it like six two, months two now two years Two years. Year and a
0: half i don't remember when he got to valencia from um from arsenal i think l- beginning of last year so maybe like it's like 15 months so like
1: but, cons- but like consistent medical attention yeah he's staying with the doctor that knows him who has looked at him for a staying while staying in his apartment staying in his apartment not moving around that much not getting on multiple airplanes across multiple oceans like well sense. it's
0: it's it's from Spain to Germany, but yeah, their campus in Germany so
1: multiple seas
0: multiple well rivers certainly um of france, think- <laughs> off france definitely over uh, off france
1: I would assume you'd have to cross the Mediterranean right because
0: I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, I think, well, I mean, you, then you'd have to cross over the Alps, like from the south, which I can't imagine. They, I, I, I figure you would want to avoid the Alps generally.
1: Probably so a good idea. You, you'd,
0: you'd go up the, how else to put this, but the Nazi route, north and then east.
1: Well, I just like- Through to Belgian out, airspace. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going to say that, like, if we're really thinking about it, uh, Europe is like the size of Somerset Mall, so. Yeah, I mean, he could walk, probably hitchhike.
0: You know, like it's like 20
1: minutes. It's fine. Oh, Anyways. you don't cross any seats. <laughs> no, no, no. That is a direct that is directly over France. Wow, I wasn't yeah. even close. Yeah, that's fine. Um,
0: so so that's the news from the senior team. We'll talk about um a preview of sorts uh in a moment. Um, we didn't talk about the Revelations Cup roster, uh, because it was not in existence when last we spoke. So um I wanted to go through that just a little bit. Um and the nice thing about this roster is that it's a whole bunch of dudes we know, um, either because they were part of the qualifying or because we were super pissed off when they weren't part of the qualifying.
1: Yeah. So like, um, you know, you have... Well, it's uh, also guys that if you're paying attention are the guys that you're watching because they're going to be... They're not relevant for this World Cup. Hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, like they're not relevant yeah. for this World Cup. but Or most... really, really the next World Cup, outside of like three of them. Okay, so some of them are going to be relevant for the next World Cup. Yeah. Um, so hopefully filling in those like cracks in our roster. Right. So perhaps importantly,
0: um, the two keepers, because again, that might be important, um, are uh, Alex Borto and uh, Chris Brady. Um, Chris Brady is notable because he's the guy who's going to take over at Chicago when Gaga Solonina goes over to, to London and then shortly thereafter i don't know antwerp because he's not going to unseat uh mandy as a 19 year old that's I, no. I, is that a hot take yeah
1: i don't i don't think that's hot take. no that's uh that's like expecting matt turner to you know unseat. take over yeah not, not, no. gonna not gonna happen and not only not only that but it doesn't seem like turner's even the second choice right now it's its own problem um uh
0: but it's great. Everything's going great. Don't worry about it. Nope that was um, that was
1: that was poor timing. We should not have that. No, somebody should have somebody somebody should have said something. <laughs>
0: um, and the other guy is uh, Alex Borto, who's at Fulham and doesn't really play for their senior team uh, ever. So, but he's eighteen, so you wouldn't expect him to.
1: Is he um, on? Oh, he's not on the senior team. He's on the academy.
0: He's an academy kid. Like I think, like he plays every like he plays game in game out for the U 23s or something as an eighteen year old, which is like great, cool. He's not going to play what we would consider to be professional football for six years. Like it is what it is. Um, But more, more interestingly, so, so we get six, um, six defenders, three center backs, three uh, fullbacks, one guy who can sort of play both. Um, But there are some huge names among the defenders for um, important reasons. So um, the center backs are uh, Brandon Craig, Marcus Ferkranas and Jalen Neal. If those names sound familiar, it's because that's who we were rolling with in qualifying. Those three were the three who were there for qualifying. Craig is probably the biggest talent. Neal is the one I like the most. And Ferkranas has a funny name. Um, this, is where it gets notes. Yeah, this is where it gets interesting. Um, our fullbacks in qualifying were uh, Mauricio Cuevas and two guys who I no longer remember. Noah Allen was one of them. I don't remember who the other fullback was. Nah, but no. now, now we have, um, we have Justin Che and Caleb Wiley and Jonathan yes. Gomez. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. So maybe Che is playing as a center back. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, we're bringing seven defenders. Great. Um, eight, eight. Uh, but honestly, is that like bad? Because that's. Well, it might, it might, it might indicate uh, that they, they might want to play three at the back. Um, in in a twenty man roster, bringing seven defenders is a decision.
1: Um, well, I'm just saying, like, well, I'm just saying, like, in terms of what we as a program program need, like, defense is kind of high up there. We kind of need to figure out who
0: we have back there. Yeah. So Justin Che has been a huge name for a while. He's a he's a Dallas Academy kid. He went over. He was getting looks yes. at Bayern. Uh, he's at Hoffenheim now. He does not play much. But he is, he is, he, he turns, he doesn't turn 19 until November. Um, he is, he is someone who uh, would be a, a red-shirting freshman right now. Um, yep. So, you know, he's someone to keep an eye on. And then Caleb Wiley is playing a ton for Atlanta United. Um, he's a guy to keep out your eye on. But really the, the headliner here is Jonathan Gomez. Um, Gomez is the big dual national issue um he played in Louisville he's he's playing now at um Xochitl. um he was in a Mexico camp he was with the senior national team last December um for that for that friendly and he's on this roster playing against Mexico in Mexico um which feels meaningful i don't think this is a cap tie situation but gomez signing up to play with the americans is meaningful if he touches the field it would not shock me if um he he just didn't come, right? Like like he like was in camp and then just
1: like didn't touch the field. Um, so Patton, I don't know if you bring him to not do that. Well, it, it would it would be like a like a recruiting thing,
0: right? Like I'm not saying that like like maybe they made him a promise like, hey, like you can come to camp, but you don't have to play, and you don't have to be cap tied, and you don't have to like get into it. Um, yeah. Okay. I'd buy that. Uh, especially since it's in Mexico, it's not that hard to bring. You know someone from los angeles like there are people to bring elsewhere um so the the midfielders is basically the exact uh, not basically actually the exact group from from qualifying so luna edelman um mcglynn Pukstas, clark alvarado aronson um that's who we want you know all of those guys are playing at a high level jack mcglynn i feel like has, has taken a huge jump um from when we saw him last um and he, he's, you know, the book on him was always like, if he can be athletic enough and good enough at something else, his his ability to distribute the ball is huge. Um, so we'll see. But Alvarado uh, has been like making the bench week in, week out for Vizela uh, in the Portuguese league, um, which is like, I don't know, something as an 18 year old. I mean, yeah. Making the bench isn't, I mean, he's part, I mean, he's, he's like, he's, he's part of the squad of a Portuguese mid-ish, low-ish table team.
1: Top 10 league, Portuguese Premier is like top 10 league.
0: Uh, Portugal is generally considered to be like, by people who pay attention to this, they think that it's like, maybe it's as good as France. Maybe it's better than France. Oh, like, though.
1: It's Porto Sporting
0: in a bunch of right, but the question, but the question is, is like, is 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 Nice sin, sin, uh, significantly better than, uh, you know, Sporting and like Nice, niche.
1: <laughs> <laughs> two in a row. <laughs>
0: anyways, two in a row. Uh, anyways, um, so so like that's something. He's nineteen. He's he's making the bench. He's right there. Alex Mendez plays for them as well. So Vizela is sort of like portugal's venezia like you have to pay attention to them if you want to like keep an eye towards the future um and then diego luna was the guy who sort of i think i think took the biggest jump in the mind in my mind amongst players in, in in qualifying going from like a guy who i was like nah to a guy who's like maybe and he plays he's been playing a ton for salt lake um who are terrible but you know playing um and then the attackers we have um Quinn Sullivan and Jackson, Jackson Hopkins, um, who who we saw, um, we saw in qualifying. We have Brian Gutierrez, who plays for the Fire. He plays a ton. Again, like he's he's been on on, on the senior team for three ish years, fifty four appearances. Um, you know, i would never watched any significant amount of him, and I've never noticed him when I was watching him. But a guy who plays. And then the biggest name here, as well as given where he's listed, is Kevin Paredes, um, who plays at Wolfsburg. Um, he's listed as a forward, not as a left back. Um, he plays as a really? left wing. Yeah, he's he's listed as a forward. Um, so I think it might be a situation where like everybody was like, "What if we can make it work as a attacking left wing back?" And people at some point, somebody was just like, "The dude is good at attacking. Why are we asking him to do the other thing?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, this is pointless we should j- just 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 leave them up top just just, just let, him, let him let him do his thing it's okay it's okay
0: um, so the revelations cup is is an interesting it's an interesting tournament um, we'll see what it looks like um, we'll see what we look like and and it'll be nice because it's happening at the same time as an international window so you can sort of you can see like like are any of these kids at that level um, or are they going to be soon? Gomez is really the guy to see because our left back situation right now is um, two guys playing out of position from right back: Sam Vines and um,
1: Prayer. <laughs> I don't. I think Prayer is a little bit higher up the depth chart than you want to admit. That's true. I, I think that's true as well. Um, but so and those teams Prayer might be our second stringer. Uh, yeah.
0: Prayer, well, let's be honest with jedi's injury prayers our first trigger <laughs> prayer is like <laughs> Congrats, congratulations wow. prayer you've been you've been promoted uh and and granted granted that is a a uh injury injury promotion but still still counts um so the uh the the u s men's national team uh youth set up uh they play on uh the twenty first um on the twenty fourth and on the twenty seventh, I believe.
1: Twenty first being today. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, that would be that would be today. Uh, they will be playing tonight on a channel you probably don't have. Um, I I looked this up. I think that it might be on uh Univision. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's it's,
1: it's wildly unclear. <laughs> yeah, and also I haven't checked. Uh... Recently, but when I was having that problem finding NBC Sports Stop, uh, Univision was part of the NBC Sports, like the app family. So, like, you could get it on that app. I no longer know if that's true since we've shifted almost entirely to Peacock. So, um, so they play Wednesday at
0: uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, Saturday at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern against Mexico. So, Saturday night, 7 p.m., when you will certainly not be pissed off after a Michigan State freaking loss to Minnesota. Which is not coming, but will be a frustrating game that kicks off at mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and uh, and then and then on the 27th against Paraguay at uh, later than Stumpy would like. Although no, Stumpy is an our East Coast guy. Ben will will not be happy that that game
1: ends at midnight. And um, is the only nocturnal one on this podcast, so I think that's actually yeah,
0: out. it'll be fine. Um, so those games, those games you can find uh, per per Twitter. Um, on a, a random app or, like, website. You, maybe on CONCACAF's YouTube channel. Um, conflicting reports there. So, uh,
1: if we can... Wait, I know we say this a lot, but that might be the most CONCACAF thing of all time. I, they did that for the last one. Um... The... No, conflicting reports, not oh, that it's yes. on the YouTube yes. channel. Concaf, Concaflicting, Concaflicting, conflicting anyways.
0: Um, So those, that, that's the youth, the youth setup, And I I think giving that 15 minutes of a a preview is about the best that we can do at this point. Um, Especially during a senior international window, I don't know how much attention will be paid to this, but these are games worth watching because um, especially, especially amongst the defenders, you've got, you've got to find some people Um, you've got to find a backup left back, You've got to find a right back of the future if you don't believe in Scally, and you've got to find somewhere in the neighborhood of six center backs.
1: Okay, so here's the question: How angry would you be, or what's the earliest that one of these guys can be called into a camp that you would no longer be angry? Like, if we have to call one of these guys that are currently on this U twenty, was it U twenty three? U twenty. I'm sorry, U-20, U-20 roster, and all of a sudden this guy is on a plane to Cutter. Like, I'm not going to be happy with that. I would not be happy with that. Um, so I, what's, I, the, er, what's, the, what's the earliest you would be okay, with one of these guys having to come to camp? going Fall 2023?
0: I'm going to say this. Uh, the answer to that, actually, I can give you a, an exact date the earliest that I will be happy to see any of these kids on the senior national team is July 17th, 2023. So we have this, we have Qatar, and then we have the gold cup next summer that ends on July 16th, 2023. There we go. I do not want any of these kids in a 2023 summer tournament that I care about. Okay. So then,
1: and that's just on the roster. What about playing? Well, we don't have, I mean, we don't have uh, qualifying. So assuming that
0: 2024 is Copa America, we actually get invited to and we play in it. No, I don't want Justin Shea going up against Leo Messi's swan song. I do not want yeah. uh, a, a situation where Caleb Wiley is on, is isolated against Neymar. No, that does not sound like fun to me. <laughs> um, but uh, I would say 2025, the, like the, the World Cup prep summer of 2025, I wouldn't yep. mind if some of these kids made their way to the, to the top level um, but like you know you never know because it's possible between, between now and then you know they move to a, a much higher level like you know, for example, maybe they would be playing on Paramount Plus. Do you know do you know what happens on Paramount Plus?
1: A lot of very good uh, sweaty sweating out UEFA Champions League soccer is streaming on Paramount Plus. In fact, nine
0: months, I, at this point it's probably seven months, but nine months of heart-stopping, hold your breath, exhilaration, Exhilarate, exhilaration, we're doing exhilaration, exhilaration is underway with the biggest stars, top teams, and craziest fan bases across Europe. I'm, I'm going to pause. This is in the middle of an ad read and I'm not supposed to do that. Are we supporting crazy fan bases
1: in light of Atletico Madrid's weekend? <laughs> Uh, Not just uh, the Ethical Majority. You don't have to single out a single fan. No, but in light light of European soccer
0: hooliganism. no. Specifically as it relates to the Champions League, I think uh, Dynamo Zagreb had had some fun being a crazy fan base. And
1: let's not forget that Liverpool is three months, four months uh, removed from their crazy fans almost again. Crushing people at the Champions League final. Well, you can watch every match
0: from the group stage through the knockout rounds as <laughs> Benzema <some> and Real Madrid <laughs> defend their title against
1: Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, PSG, Barcelona, Tottenham, no. and more in soccer's biggest club competition. I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear. Did you mention Arsenal? I didn't
0: hear Arsenal. I, hold on, hold on. I, it must have been a mistake. Give me a moment. Um, yes, please check
1: again. Please check. Yeah, again. Look, check again. Arsenal. I, I not here. Now let's play another game. Uh, did you happen to mention Manchester United? Hmm. Certainly, I did. Certainly, I should.
0: I, I'm Cernoid. Ar- Cernoid. certainly, certainly, certainly. No, also not <laughs> here. Curious, weird. curious, very curious, curious, curious and curious. Uh, so don't minute a single minute, a single sweat-soaked second. That's such a oh. word alliteration. Stop doing that, Paramount Plus. Um, they, just uh, want, they just want it to be moist. <laughs> of regulation time stoppage time and extra time and stream every match of the uefa champions league live exclusively on paramount plus again you can also watch uh, europa league arsenal the uh, conference league which tottenham was in last year and it's not a real thing um Also, on, um, just while we're talking about Paramount Plus, I think you can watch the Brazilian League, which is relevant to Johnny Cardoso. You like that transition because now we're going to talk about
1: the senior team baby.: Oh, good, because I thought we were going to talk about Brazilians.
0: Um, I mean, I have nothing to say about Giselle Buncheon, um, that Tom Brady's performance hasn't set itself,
1: right? Like, what what about the waxing scene in 40 year- old Virgin? Dude, I watched that the other day. <laughs> That is a weird, that's a weird thing for you to bring up.
0: It like, it like, uh, came up in like, um, like my, like, So it's going from Instagram. Brazilians too? Yeah, sure. Except, yeah. Yeah, man, a lantern. Um, it's a great scene. It's a, it's an absolutely phenomenal scene. It holds up. It's great. Um, Seth Rogen sucks, but Paul Rudd does an amazing, amazing job.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, the senior team, uh, is playing two friendlies this, this, uh, this week, um, uh notably uh they play at f- what 8.30 a.m eastern um on Correct. friday uh Correct. against a J- japanese side that is also going to the um world cup
1: i think and is also a fairly decent uh simile um facsimile of morocco in terms of fifa world rankings which i know are you know questionable but they're like right around not Morocco, Iran. They're also around Morocco, but Iran is the important one. I don't Um, know why I read Morocco. uh, Because we played them in a
0: friendly like 10 minutes ago. Um, So the fun thing about uh, the Japanese side um, is that they uh, have a number of nicknames. Um, They are the Samurai Blue.
1: Uh, Sure. They're also- When When I think of Japan, I definitely think of the color blue. Good, continue. Uh, they're also often known by the last name of
0: the manager. For example, under Takashi Okada, the team was known as Okada Japan, or doing the uh, 2018 FIFA World Cup. Um, they were known as a Nish- Nishino Japan as a result of Akira Nishino. If it sounds like I'm reading this straight from Wikipedia, you're right. I am. It's what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, because while uh we're doing that they uh, apparently have a big rivalry with um south korea which makes sense you know korea. korea yeah uh australia which not so much sense same well same conference right right yeah um and uh china
1: which oh so yep that one checks out
0: y- you know it's like it's 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 always fun when you can when you can say um oh this rivalry is as a result of an actual war um Michigan, Ohio State, actual war. Um, or Toledo. Which again, like, it's cool. We're, we, we don't need to do that. We have like five minutes left of this abbreviated episode. So we should probably like focus. Um, oh, 15 minutes. I have, I'm bad at time. We've established this. Um, so we, uh, we, we have this, this, this habit of for teams that we don't uh, necessarily know all that well. Um, we just sort of go through their roster and we say, "Oh, that guy plays at a place I know." Except that uh, Japan actually does have some guys who you would know. Um, the biggest one, accepted. Um, the the one who you who you would know probably best is uh, Takahiro Tomiyasu, um, who is a rotational piece for Arsenal. Um, mm-hmm. He's good. Um, he 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 plays as a fullback, uh, but probably will play center back for. Japan, he's, he sort of can rotate as both. Um, they've got some... Uh, Maya Yoshida plays for Schalke. Um, I know that name only because there was a period of time in which I was paying attention to Schalke, and I think that he was there. But he's their yeah. Tim Rehm. He's 34. Um, they have got a midfielder who plays with uh, Jordan Pifok at uh, Onion Berlin. Uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, Takumi Minamino... Plays at Monaco and is apparently very well regarded. Um, Takefusa Kubo gets really, really good in
1: FIFA 21. Um, good to know. Good to know. Yep. Uh, let's see. That's uh, relevant in almost 2023. Yep. 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 Checked out. Uh, Rio Hatate.
0: Uh, I actually we actually do watch a lot of him because of he plays at Celtic. Um, yep. So
1: he is uh, that guy from Celtic. So if I were to guess, like Japan's roster is going to be made up of mostly like mid table rotational pieces on the top five leagues. And then like the same thing as America where like we have guys on the top Scottish league teams, the top like Portuguese league team, like somebody in, in Belgium, in the top three in the Belgium, Juniper or whatever it's called. Yeah. That's all uh, more or less
0: correct. Um, their, their talent level is probably like a step below ours, but they're also significantly more experienced. Um they are favored in Vegas. And uh as certain of us learned last week, Vegas usually knows what it's talking about.
1: Um, I thought the game was in Dusseldorf, Germany.
0: It is in Germany.
1: <laughs> what did I say? Favored in favorite in Vegas.
0: Oh, yeah, good. That was good. Um so so the uh I'm helping. You're helping, yeah. Um so I, I think the thing is here is that. In these friendlies, I think that we and and look, I I I'll give myself as much crap about this as anybody else. Um, we sometimes miss the point, right? Like the point is not to win these games. Um, the point, especially this window, right? Like the point is not to win. In fact, I would say, like, what I want, what I want more than anything else, is I just want I want to see a a a situation in which you get like for likes, right? So like I want for whoever is going to be the second or third or however you want to define it, striker. Like I want Sargent and um, Pepe to get equal opportunity to play the role. And I want to see who looks better against marginally similar teams. Saudi Arabia and Japan are marginally similar talent level. I don't think that they play similarly, um, but, no. um, but they are similar talent And so I, I'm very interested to see if Pepe or Sargent takes it by the reins because Pepe moved to a lower league and started playing well again. Um, Josh Sargent did something similar. Um, so I, yeah, I think-
1: His wasn't on purpose.
0: His was not a decision, correct? Um, but it'll be interesting. I mean, I I think that that's sort of the thing here. And and it could be, maybe, maybe you get a situation where Josh Sargent plays well enough that you just say like, screw it in a 26-man roster, he can be our fourth striker and our sixth winger. Um, Like that versatility.
1: What what I want to see from this uh, window is a little bit more clarity, like you're saying, about who can shoulder what role and for how long. And also that all bones, ligaments, uh, tendons, any sort of uh, other, you know, musculature comes out (laughs) fully in, like, in full contact. I want it together. Uh, intact, ideally intact was the word I was looking for <laughs> fully intact, not fully in contact. Right. Um, so I, I think it'll be, it'll be
0: a, a, a good window. Um, these are two teams that we like, at, at, and I've said this in other contexts, but it's like, if you are going to get to where you want to be as a program, um, there are certain teams that you can, that you need to be there. That's not saying they're bad. It's it's saying that they are of a certain level, um, and in this scenario, you have a situation where um, you need to beat these teams. These are the types of teams. These are the Minnesotas that you need to beat. Um, not saying Minnesota or Japan are bad, um, but if you are going to be um, if you are going to be who you think you are, which is a uh, you know top level contender or or even second level contender. Um these are the games you got you got to have. Um contender to
1: make a run even.
0: Right. And and to be honest, I I wouldn't be all that upset um with two draws as long as we
1: were playing the, the way that we wanted to play. Saudi Arabia according to I mean I know again, FIFA's ranking is questionable, but they're worse than you think they are. How bad are they? They're down at 53. They're down around. I mean, to be a like Okay, so that's got to be a win. Well that's so, like Ghana, Panama, Jamaica, some oh, teams we geez, have
0: seen recently. That is, that is a whole bunch of teams who have recently not rolled over for us.
1: Correct. So it's like, you want to win, you're not that mad at a draw. I would be perfectly happy with a draw to Japan or a one goal loss as long as, again, everything comes away intact. Yeah. Um, so I like, I, I think the thing here is that like, I would like them to
0: look good more than I would like them to win. Um, it's like, it's like, uh, if- look good, play good coach. Right. I mean, not with this, not with these kits. Um, they're oh, bad. Yeah. They're um,
1: horrible.
0: so bad. Like, and it's, so- what
1: is, what is, what is yeah, what why is it, no. why is it a defibrillator why is it in the like, middle?
0: <laughs> and it's like, like my thing about it is that like, especially if you're going to give these to the women, which they are, you have to know that they, that, that's usually where another patch goes, which is the, I am better than everybody else patch. And they put the America patch there. So now like the, the women's world cup champions patch, is it, like where the swoosh should be? It's all, it's all, it's all messed up. Anyways. Um, so I, I, I would like to, to come away from this window with a win and a draw, but much more than that health and much more than that, you know, looking coherent and under and getting some answers. And if those answers are, you know, we have two center backs who can do the job in Palmer Brown and McKenzie in case Richards and Carter Vickers can't go. Um, if we learn that, um, you know, Sergeant and Pepe are are able to play in the way that Greg wants, which he's come, he's, he's, he's going to live or die by the sword, you know, by, by, by the three there, like he's, he's He wants to run his system. So. yeah, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. and, and I would really love it if we could see, um, you know, Gio and, and, or Brendan playing in the midfield, especially with Musa out. I want to see if, if, if those two guys can play in the midfield Um, because I think we're coming to a conclusion that is, we are not going to have our top 26 players. People are going to be hurt. People are going to be unavailable. Like there are some realities Out out of form. Yeah. So I think, I think like flex seeing flexibility is something that I really want to see. Um, which is why I like Sargent. Pepe can't play on the wing. Um, Ferrera, when he has played on the wing for us, has played poorly. Um, so, so Sargent is a useful tool in that sense. Um, we've seen Aaronson play as an eight. It, it, I've, I've been very excited about it. Um, if Reyna can do a similar job that that Musa does, which there's no reason why he couldn't, the carrying, the decision making, the strength, um, it's all right. there. He's not as fast, right. yep. but but he's 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 that and he should be able to play that role. Um sure. so if he can do that in sort of a 60 minute burst, um that would be useful. I would love to see Luca Delatorre at the six. Um, you know, if he can if he can be the backup six uh instead of Acosta, um that would be super interesting to me. Also, obviously there's the the left back question. Um I, I think <laughs> I think the answer Exist- is
1: existential question. Right,
0: like it's it's not like it's it's a it's a shrug emoji. Like I, what if we didn't play with the left back? What if we just didn't? Um, so it'll it'll I'm 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 excited to watch these games. Um, I'm 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 very excited to have a game at five thirty in the morning. Um, so that's gonna be a uh, a a blast for me. Um, also I I feel like we should talk about um. Christian Polisic's book for three minutes, uh, which is about all I want to give with that. Um, if you uh, were unaware, uh, Christian had some excerpts out in USA Today where he basically was just like, Thomas Kukle, Tuchel can eat my asshole. Um, and uh, I got to tell you, why? You don't need to do this, Christian. <laughs> like It's super easy not to burn bridges and...
1: Are we sure it's Christian Pulisic and not Mark Pulisic? Yeah, this is, this is, this
0: is like, like if if this were a song, it would be a, like a, a Drake song, but at the very beginning of the song, it would be like Mark Pulisic on the beat, yo. And it's like, ah,
1: (laughs) it's a Mark Pulisic song. I'm sorry. So you're saying it's a uh, DJ Khaled or Jason Derulo song? Uh, Mark uh, Pulisic! (laughs) (laughs) Why do you, you like keep yelling, <laughs> Yeah, why do you keep singing your name? I know it's you. I came here to listen to you. <laughs> um or, or it, it could be like uh, you know,
0: DJ Mustard, like where it's like, you know, any Chris Brown song uh, that you've ever listened to? Um <laughs> Chris Breezy. I know. Yeah, Chris Yeah, right. Um or or uh, you know, Lil Wayne, he will let you know the the organization, right? Like he doesn't say like wheezy he would just be like young moolah baby uh again in this scenario it would be mark balisic
1: baby uh um, g-unit m baby yeah <laughs> i what 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 do we do we think he would be like
0: i mean they're from pennsylvania do we think that he would be a new york rapper
1: yes he has to that's well no he's philly I, and he's I not mean, gonna like email aside <laughs> Uh, excuse you, Will Smith.
0: Right, Mark Polisic. Mark Polisic raps happy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, 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 he does not. Uh, but um, DJ, DJ Jazzy Mark. Um, so I, I, I thought that was very funny. Um, Chelsea fans are very upset. At, at first, like I said, I was like, why would you do this?
1: But then Chelsea fans got mad and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why you did this. that's why you did this I'm gonna burn every bridge on the way out of here so I never have to come back um
0: I like I just like I I, I hope that he has the opportunity on the way out to just like flip Down off the nose. fans like like just like some like,
1: what if he just what if he just like in the 92nd minute of the game that he knows he's on the way out he just like turns looks at the fans and then own goals it.
0: <laughs> and then just like, goes like full Marcus Hall, double double bird. And I know this is a visual medium, but like,
1: just like. <laughs> Marshall, Marshall Henderson on his way out, take off his shirt and just flip off everybody on the way out of the building. Um, I, I mean, half baked is
0: probably the actual thing. Like fuck you, fuck you, you're cool pointing to Mason Mount cause they're boys. Fuck you. Yep. I'm out. <laughs> yep. Um, so, so the, uh, the, the idea, you know, being that, that I, you know, he does not want to be there and he's going to tell everybody. Um, it was interesting, like like the one like substantive thing that came out of that was that um, he, when he scored that goal against uh, Real Madrid, um, that essentially, you know, won them that game. Uh, he yeah. did it
1: against captain's orders. What 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 them game now?
0: The uh, Champions League semifinal. There it is. Um, he was explicitly told from the sideline, do not make that run and he said to himself i can make that run I can make that run <laughs> and like as a coach that's the worst thing that can happen to you cuz like if you're like it's it's like when, when uh you see a basketball coach call a timeout mid three pointer and it goes in and you're just like oh
1: shit yeah if you if, if that ball had not gone into the net uh christian Pulisic would be buried so deeply into the chelsea bench right now that it would take us years. Like we would need the third iteration of, of Indiana Jones to go down and get him.
0: Um,
1: but in turn, he
0: would bring along, um, you know, Shia LaBeouf for some reason. I don't think Shia LaBeouf's allowed to be in movies anymore.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah um, so, uh, you know, uh, enjoy that Shia. Um, but uh, yeah, not great. um I don't know. I I don't know anything about that that Florence Pugh movie that I didn't learn from the podcast from which we get all of our information. Um, So I I think that that's sort of the 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 week ahead. Um, We we are recording this on the twentieth. All of this will happen between now and the twenty seventh. Our next episode will be released on the probably the night of the twenty seventh after the Saudi Arabia game uh, before the last game of the
1: revelations cup. Now our next episode will be released on the 23rd.
0: Our last episode of this week will be released on the 27th at night. Our next, right, like you said, uh, our next episode will be uh, released midday Friday. Um, then we will have our normal Sunday uh, college football recap. Then we will have our uh, reaction to the Saudi Arabia game, as well as the full revelations cup. So uh, please, uh special thank you to my co-host uh, Napoleon Greg. You can find him at Mister Rising 89 Um, You can find uh, me at uh, Diamonds Esquire uh, or at the main count at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Ben and Kevin were here the entire time. They just muted their mics. So um,
1: apologies to them. Ben Ben's a boomer and he can't figure out the technology. (laughs) Um, He can't yell at me because he can't turn off mute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Special thank you to Instagram. We're not going to get it up and running by the time the revelations cup is over. I'm sorry. It's far too complicated. Um, so, a special thank you to our sponsors, Smith Workforce Management Group, whoever Blue Wire decides to put in, as well as Paramount Plus. I mean, sorry to Paramount Plus. <laughs> I know that we have like a very specific thing that we're supposed to do and we're not doing it, but you know, whatever. Um, we read every single we word. Did, we read every word on that script. We read every word. Um, so, uh, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends. Don't tell Paramount Plus, but tell everybody else. Um, we, uh, we appreciate reviews, but um, obviously, dear listener, we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you. So thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.